Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. All right, on today's show, we're going to explore Instagram's important updates for marketers, including Instagram Live from Desktop has now rolled out to all professional accounts, but is it worth the hassle? It's a little clunky. Also, it's way easier to grab people's attention if your content ties into things that they are already interested in or looking for. So we'll update you on Instagram's 2024 Trend Talk Report, plus new features for Instagram stories, better spam management tools, and lots more. My name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with a boy wizard. I'm the host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a production of Social Media Examiner, where we break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. Today, I'm joined by Chelsea Pites. Chelsea teaches sales professionals how to leverage social media and technology to build a powerful personal brand and develop content that generates real leads. She's the host of the Chelsea Pites podcast, and her most recent book is called What to Post. Chelsea, welcome back to the show. Happy almost new year. We're excited to be here, and I think we have some actually really exciting finally feature updates for today's show. Yeah, you'd think this would be like a throwaway news week at this point, but yeah, there is actually a lot of stuff going on with Instagram. So let's start with Instagram Live Producer. And this is essentially the ability to go live on Instagram from a computer instead of from your phone, which we've been waiting for since whenever Instagram Live came out seven years ago, right? So what have you seen with this? And what are your thoughts on the Instagram Live Producer so far, if you've played with it at all? I have not personally played with it. It's very similar to what we're doing here. And I think by now, because this has been around on so many other platforms for so many years, it's probably something that a lot of content creators are a little bit more familiar with. It's the ability to have your desktop experience and to use a tool like Streamlabs or OBS Studio to stream your live programming from Instagram to other platforms and also reach a larger audience. As you mentioned, it's probably like everything that launches that's new, a bit clunky. I'm just surprised that this hasn't come out many, many years before because live video on Instagram has been around. So have these types of tools. So I think a lot of people are excited they're now going to be able to use, especially the desktop and have a lot more features that they'll be able to create and reach their audience in even better ways. One of the things I, I got access to it, I, it's been almost a year because I have a tutorial on my YouTube channel from February, I think it is. And back then, most of the comments were like, I don't have that yet. This is fake, which was funny because I was <laughs> like, OK, maybe I made it too soon. But I wanted to show people what was possible in case they had it. But it is it's clunky. It's not as easy as going live on Instagram. But I think the the big benefit that all of us as marketers would like is the ability to go live on Instagram and other platforms from our computer. But now we've got a formatting issue unless you're just doing TikTok and Instagram. So what I'm hoping and what I'm seeing with some of these third-party tools that you mentioned and, and like StreamYard where and Ecamm Live, where it looks like they're talking about formatting a vertical a portrait mode where you can stream. Now the ultimate hopefully would be if let's say you share your screen, 
on widescreen formats like YouTube and Facebook, it would show one way and then it would reformat it automatically to the vertical platforms. But we'll see. We can't have anything that easy, Jerry. Jeez, <laughs> I, that's wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm very, very optimistic. Not necessarily about this, but in general. The hardest part, though, with this is you have to use a third-party tool and then you have to switch back to Instagram to see the comments and to manage it. And you have to start the stream one place and then start it another place. And then you have to end it one place and end it another place. So unless you've been dying or your clients have been dying to go live on Instagram from a computer, it's not ready for prime time yet, I think is the, the best way to put it. So, but definitely something that we're glad to see out there. You do have to have an Instagram creator or business profile or a professional account as they've summed those up to be in order to access it. So, all right. I can't believe that it's already that you were mentioning, you know, it's already the last Friday of 2020. 23. And if you're thinking about next year, you want to make sure it was better than this one. I want to invite you to Social Media Marketing World. Chelsea and I will both be speaking about Instagram at World coming up in February. Chelsea's talking about Instagram content strategies that convert, turning posts into profits. There's going to be so many great trainings. And when you attend, you'll get extensive training on marketing strategy, organic social marketing, paid acquisitions. So you can knock it out of the park. I was just talking to some of the speakers today, and it, the conversation was, we're going to bring actionable tactics, things that you can do that day or the next day or the moment you get back from the conference. So, and if you can't attend in person, you can still enjoy all the content from the comfort of your home or your office. It all starts February 18th. Do not wait. Grab your ticket today. Just go to socialmediamarketing.world, socialmediamarketing.world. So the Instagram trends report came out, and I know sometimes we see this and it's like, what does this even mean? But when I used to work in broadcast radio and television, we always looked for segments that we could make tied into stuff that people are already interested in. And so this is where I think it's important for marketers to pay attention. Like maybe you don't sell clothes or makeup, but that doesn't mean there's not something in here that you can tie into. So Chelsea, tell us about some of the stuff that caught your attention in this trend talk report, as they call it. Yes, the 2024 trend talk report. Now, I was a little offended that they didn't include all of the generations, because you and I are definitely not in the generation that they included in this report, which it was Gen Z age 11 to 26. I'm a little bit older than 26, just by a few <laughs> years. And you're right. I think what this really talks about, and just to give you some high level topics of what they interviewed these users about social media in general, and how are they using it? Of course, no surprise, they're using it to keep up with friends, family and connections. That plays into Instagram's larger role of connection and community and conversation, which is why they continue to talk about the power of direct messaging and sharing privately and also in stories. They also talked about fashion and beauty, dating and friendship, lifestyle and food, which, of course, like one of my favorite topics. So it's a, I think it's a worth a look at to see what those trends are for, for companies and brands that are going to be selling a product or service to specifically Gen Z and also just to be aware of what might be on the horizon or what you might be starting to see more of, just like you said about your radio information and kind of creating that content directly for those niches. Yeah, well, and, and a few things that popped that may work for certain people. I mean, uh, veganism was on the rise. They found the top priorities were staying healthy. And we always talk about there's three things that people will buy, right? Health, wealth, and relationships. So that ties into all of that, which is great. I did think it was interesting too. They said after meeting someone new, 28% of Gen Zers make the first move by exchanging Instagram handles rather than phone numbers, right? I don't want you calling and texting me, but you can DM me on Instagram. But I really think that number might even be higher if you asked a different generation too. So yeah. 
I'd love to see the multi-generational. So Instagram, if you're listening, we want the whole thing. But yeah, that was the one thing that definitely stuck out to me too. Then the thing I like about that though, is the more Instagram brings, brings people back to the app for whatever reason, then the more likely that we can reach them with our brands and our, our content and stuff like that, which I think is great. So, all right, some new tools for Instagram stories. And I know Chelsea stories has been one of your favorite parts of Instagram for you know a long time now. So tell us about uh, these updates to stories and what we can do with them. Well, the first one, I didn't think I was going to be that excited about, but then I started <laughs> playing with it. And I have to tell you, this is one that I thought was pretty cool. Now it's nothing original, meaning it's it's AI, and we know Meta as a company has been doubling down on AI for a very long time. And uh, surprise, surprise, there is another app that has also been doing something similar with AI-generated backgrounds for, in this case, specifically Instagram stories. And I happen to have this little icon at the top of my stories now. I know that some people don't have it. But you can tap on it and you can get these prompts. Like for me, it must really know me as a user and what I like to consume because it said puppies in the background. And I said, yes, please. And I tapped the button <laughs> and there was the most adorable puppies all around me. And not only that, you could get different variations. At least when I tried it, I would get two variations of every prompt that I put in. So I did the, the puppy prompt and I got two different kinds of puppies and I could swipe and see those different options. Another really cool thing that I thought, it's almost like the sticker, the AI stickers, where you can kind of decide which areas of your story, like if it's me and someone else in my story as a picture, I can decide just to basically cut me out and have a background or keep the two of us and have a background. And you can, of course, enter in any other kind of AI descriptive prompts that you'd like to have in that background. So I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> I haven't played with it, and but it sounds like they did a good job of making it easy to get in there because if they had just said, type something you'd like in your background, it's like, I don't know. So I find it very interesting that you feel like algorithmically they targeted you, although most people want to see cute puppies at the same time, true. right? I have to believe that to be true. So yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's really interesting. And my first thought was, why would I go out of my way to generate a background for a story that's going to be gone in 24 hours? And I'm all for Instagram stories. I, you know, when I coach people, they're like, well, if it's going to be gone in 24 hours, I'm like, yeah, so is most of your content, but this is easy to create. And this kind of goes against that, or at least I thought that until the way you described it. So I'm really glad that you shared that for us. And then another update to stories is the, uh, the add yours. Um, they're bringing in templates now, as I understand it. Can you first just let people know, because I know add yours is, is popular, but it's not used by everybody. What the add yours does and then what this new update is. Now you're probably going to laugh, Jerry, because this is one thing that I've actually never tried, but seen so many times and actually have tapped on it and went to try the add yours. But this is very similar. It's like a variation or an evolution of the add yours sticker. And in their words, they want to create memeable moments. I'm not sure that that really spoke to me and it described exactly what it is. I kind of thought of this, if you remember maybe five or six years ago, do you remember when it was popular on stories to have sort of like a this or a that? And you would kind of circle with your, your drawing tool. And then a lot of people would do that. Well, it's kind of like that idea where I'm seeing some templates that you can create your own template. And the few that I've seen have been like, how old are you? What's your sign? Do you have a dog? 
And then other people are able to tap the button and they're able to add. They're not able to change it or delete that template that you've created, but it's another way for people to collaborate. Now, I will have to say that maybe it's my generation, maybe it's because we're talking a lot about spam, but I immediately thought, is this like those Facebook quizzes that we're not supposed to be doing anymore? (laughs) Because it's asking all of these questions because everybody else can see it. And one of these popular ones that happened over the holiday, there was like a million people that had participated. So I'm, I'm not sure about that, but I, I get where they're going with it. And it's just, just an evolution of making a better add yours sticker. Are you talking about the ones where it was like an actual quiz or it was like the name of your, the street you grew up on and your first pet is, which is that, of course, yeah, yeah. I have a friend that works in, in cybersecurity and he was, he was so mad when those were popular because those are all the password safety questions for your bank account and everything else. He's like, stop sharing all of this. He would get infuriated. So yeah, that's interesting. So, okay. This is probably my favorite phrase of the Instagram updates that we have this week, hype comments. So Instagram is rolling out something called hype comments, but I'm not sure I fully get them. So talk us through hype comments and and your interpretation of what they mean by that. You are not the only one who did not understand what hype comments are. I got this pop-up that said, you can now do hype comments, but there was no description of how to use it. And I'm laughing because as I'm looking at the notes, the URL for the article that we are quoting from literally says, Instagram (laughs) users report new hype comment feature but no one knows how to use it. (laughs) So I don't know if I'm going to explain this correctly, but here's what I think it's going to or what it is or how to use it. Essentially, this is why I think I'm confused because when you're looking at someone's story, you can kind of send those quick little emojis like that kind of pops up at the bottom if you just want to send one of those quick responses, quick replies. And of course, you can message. Now, those messages are private the only way that I understand hype comments is is now imagine having like a public comment section that like sticks on like little post-it notes to your story that everybody that views that story could potentially add a comment to and it would be visible for all. So the only way I can think of it is maybe you can, it's like a regular post with comments, but instead of being in the feed, it's like it's on your story. I'm not sure. I think the word hype kind of gets people like, I don't know, is it, is it, a, it's, what's, what's so hype about it? So I think yeah. it's just a regular comment that's going to be public. And yes, you can turn that off or maybe it's, hopefully it's already automatically off and you have to turn it on, but that would not be in the true style of Instagram. They always like to have a <laughs> default set to on and then you have to go and actually turn it off. So I think there's a lot of people confused, which does not bode well for this particular new feature. Okay, so my interpretation, again, we don't have a lot of information about this, but it was about, it said it's you know to promote comments that are promoting that piece of content. And so it was like positive comments. And sometimes when I've been watching stories, I'll see comment, like one comment or two comments that show up at the bottom of somebody's Instagram story. I tried to go back and find more. So it hasn't happened often, but I'm like, oh, I know I saw that. I don't have that. Okay, you've never seen a comment at the bottom of a story? Never, I've only seen that on Reels. Okay. And so, yeah, always on reels. But and so my interpretation was kind of like it's we're going to filter out any negative comments (laughs) that you might, you know, but but show positive ones at the bottom so that no one's watching your story and there's, you know, hate at the bottom or something like that. But okay, so more to come in 2024 about hype comments. And then you'd mentioned spam. There are new tools coming out for spam. And we started off actually before the show, we both talked about how, at least for you and I, our experience is that this new spam stuff that Instagram has been introducing 
has reduced the number of spammy requests and messages that we've gotten, which is amazing. Yes. This is the finally feature of, I said 2023, but honestly, I think this is the finally feature of the last several years because come on, why didn't we have this earlier? All of a sudden, which we are excited about, Instagram's detection has been able to now proactively detect spam and bots and in all varieties. So not just comments or those spammy comments that every time you posted something, the first five comments were like, send it to, share to, Bitcoin, and everything in between. (laughs) Then they tried to do the hiding of that, and they gave you the phrases that you could type in. But these things got smart and worked their way around it. Also, they added that inbox in your DMs to kind of put those requests, if you will, But what I have noticed lately, and I'm so excited, is that now you're going to be able to do a few things. And according to this blog article, these are things that are going to be rolling out. This blog article came out December 13th of 2023, and it said over the next few weeks, this suite of tools is coming out. And it'll be able to bulk delete any kind of spammy tags, yay. And the best news, if you don't want to go through your tags, because maybe you're representing a brand or a product and you get a lot of spammy tags, but you're like, I don't want to go through all 100 of those tags. If you do nothing in 30 days, they're just deleted, which is awesome. So there are some automatic elements of this. The other thing is that I personally love is now they're going to take all of your assumed or suspected spam and bot fake followers that you already have amassed over the years and anything new and put them into a separate category so that you can just bulk delete them. Now I've noticed and actually reached out to Instagram personally. I said, there's something going on with my follower count. And I started to think that it's definitely involved with this, but I went as far as checking in with Instagram, making sure that there was nothing wrong with my account because what would happen is it wouldn't change at all from a very like an exact specific number, but I was acquiring new followers steadily. So I think that something is going on there, but I'm excited. I'm ready to get all the spam and bot followers out and not have to deal with those spammy views in your Instagram stories and having to like unfollow people and, and, and remove people. So I am here for this. And one last thing, I don't know if other people have seen this, I personally, under my contacts and followers in my settings, have a screen where it says, would you like to toggle and turn on your spam filter? I turn it on and nothing happens. And every time I go back, (laughs) it's off. So I'm assuming that's like a test of something, but you could check it out in your own settings and see if you have that. But I am ready to kick off 2024 with less spam and real relationships. Yes. And you were able to talk to somebody on Instagram because you have meta verified, right? Correct. Okay. Because that for a moment, I'd forgotten. I'm like, wow, you reached somebody on Instagram. That sounds amazing. You know, and then I was like, oh, that's right. She's got meta verified. Well, for $13 a month, you can also. Yes, for sure. All right. This has been rolling out for a while, but just as a heads up, reels, all public reels on Instagram are now downloadable by default. So just be aware of that as you're looking at your accounts or the accounts that you manage. And then some other updates too. We've got some updates coming to Instagram notes. Instagram notes so far have been a little feature that appears on the the DMs page. And at the top, you'll see little circles just like Instagram stories, but somebody can add, you know, it seems like they're adding more space, but they can add a few words and, and other things like that. So what are these new updates that we're seeing now for Instagram notes? 
Well, it's clear that Instagram has a favorite generation because they did an entire trend report on Gen Z. And they also talk about how Gen Z loves using Instagram notes. And they are constantly adding new ways for you to express yourself and communicate and leave messages for your friends. And this particular update is adding a two second video loop to your Instagram note. And so your interpretation of that, like I'm assuming that would mean you still have the text, but then the circle would be a two second video loop. That's how I'm imagining it. I'm kind of thinking of it as if you recall before they took it away on LinkedIn, you could have a little video on your profile photo. It was almost like a little like turned into the the video. Like you could just see it kind of moving. Yeah. And I know for a while, Instagram also has it where it almost like flipped your profile picture into, I can't remember if it was like your avatar or something like that. But I think it's gonna be some kind of visibly movable, eye-catching kind of loop, if you will. Yeah, it'd be an interesting way too, especially for people that are visual or if they're fashion or different things like that to just kind of be up there. But the motion will definitely grab more people's attention, which is neat. And then I just said, you know, notes have been in the DMs on Instagram, but now they're testing something where they might appear elsewhere on Instagram. So what is this test? Yeah, I, I just don't know how I feel about this one. I, I, we were talking about before the show. Yes, you're exactly right. So notes historically, and I love how we're using the word historically, because if they're <laughs> brand new, basically, in the in the grand scheme of things, but historically, historically, notes have only been inside of the inbox where you're messaging. It's not a public type of content. And the test that they are testing right now and I, we saw a picture, but really that's it. So we don't really have much information. Is there testing, adding, or what I would say, layering in a note on top of one of your feed posts? So I'm not sure if, like you'd mentioned, well, maybe somebody will actually tap on the note and engage with the content, whereas they wouldn't scroll through a carousel. And then I thought, well, what if I am engaging with your carousel? Do I also tap on the note and also read the caption? So I'm, I'm not exactly sure what it will look like or how it will work, but it's just a test currently. Well, and I see it kind of like, you know, sometimes you'll see a billboard and then there'll be like a yellow starburst where it says 20% off or something like that. Like <laughs> I just, I see it as another way to grab somebody's attention. And let's say like you mentioned a carousel and you've got a listicle of, you know, six ways to grow on Instagram or whatever it might be. And then it's like, you know, number five, and we've gotten too, you know, immune to clickbait. So you wouldn't say number five might surprise you, but you might say number five is my favorite or number five works especially well for real estate agents or, you know, whatever it might be. So I don't know. I, I, I think it is another way to get people to engage with your content. So I'll be watching for that because I think I will use it, especially when it's new, right? You, we always notice something new that's in the feed. So, all right. Uh, this is an, a weird update, but just something that I want all marketers to be aware of. Videos posted in June 2013, which is when they first added video, wow, 10 years ago, until October 2014, are now have no audio. Nobody needs to go back probably and, you know, figure that out. The only reason I bring it up is if you have a blog post where you know you have a key embedded video from Instagram or something like that, just take a quick look at it. Now, this next update is one that I didn't even know that you could do, and now they are testing an option to disable it. So tell us about this update, because this completely caught me off guard, and I pay attention to all the news. Same. And here I think, okay, so we had this and didn't even know it, yet we just got the spam filter tools. <laughs> So this is, you know, a unique option. Instagram added an option to disable your profile picture expansion. 
So I guess, you know, making that bigger, I don't know, I suppose you could probably still screenshot it. <laughs> and, but, and so instead of being able to really enlarge and make that profile picture bigger. So that is a setting that you can decide to turn off if you would like to disable that. Do you know if it's, um, is it automatically on? that you have to actually go in and turn it off? I would guess, yeah, no, I think it's automatically on just because the default has always been that way. You know, if you hold your button down on somebody's profile picture at the top of their profile, you'll get the choice to view their story if they have one or view their profile picture, which again, I mean, I started, you know, coaching people on, especially on optimizing profiles many, many years ago. And I remember having these conversations with companies and it's like, you can't have your whole logo and your whole slogan in this tiny little circle that nobody's ever going to see. And, and at the time, I remember you couldn't make it bigger. But anyway, I'm sure that it's not on by default. But I, I feel like, and I think you alluded to this too, that this is a, a spam fighting thing so people can't take your profile picture and make a new profile with the same one because the quality would be so crappy, I guess. That's definitely a possibility. I mean... It's happened to me many times. People have stolen my profile picture. And you know what? It looked pretty clear. <laughs> it looked really clear. So yeah. that maybe that would be great. We'd love that. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then uh, Instagram has never really shown how many shares something has, even though Facebook's done it from the very beginning. But they now are testing showing this. And you've seen it in the wild. I had this for a hot minute. And then it went away. And I remember thinking, has this always been here? And I've just missed it. Like I started to doubt myself and I shared it to my story. And I asked, does anybody else have this? Is this new or is it me? And a lot of people were like, I don't have this. So I no longer have that. But I knew that that was a test. And, and certainly, you know, we've been talking about the power of, of share worthy content as the number one way to grow for years and years. So, you know, certainly I would imagine that having that metric that's visible would increase the likelihood that wow, if this is highly shared content, let me stop and consume it because maybe it's really good. And so therefore it might increase how many shares that you would get. So I think it's it's an indication of, hey, this is good content or this is worth stopping and engaging. Yeah, the social proof alone is great. And I know when I see something on Facebook and it says 26 shares, it'll catch my eye. And I'm like, oh, okay. I haven't seen how it looks, but on Instagram, the share button is essentially the the airplane, right? <laughs> so it doesn't say share. So I don't think it's quite as, as powerful as it could be on Facebook, but we'll see if that rolls out widely. Another thing, and I don't know if this comes into, uh, I guess into privacy, but they're testing something else where people will be able to see what you like and engage with. Is that right? So I think this kind of goes, coincides. Do you remember I don't know how many years ago it was, but it was pretty controversial. People were really upset when they took this away and some people really loved it, but it was the ability to like kind of creep on what people that you were following were engaging with in the notifications and the old notifications. And they took that away. And I'm, I'm fine with that. I think that was a good thing. This sort of reminded me when I was reading about this, it kind of reminded me of TikTok where you're able to hide any of the videos that you've liked. And I actually like that because I, you know, it's a privacy measure for me. So I, I think that's what they're going to be testing out is deciding when you like other people's posts and like who can see what posts and content you have liked and reels. So posts and reels. Yeah. And I, I like the ability to have it private because as a marketer, I'm trying to get as much engagement on my content as, as I can. Right. And for clients and members and things like that. And Anything that like this is only going to discourage people from engaging if all of a sudden they think, oh, everybody can see what I'm doing. 
So yeah, hopefully they'll, that option will will continue to, to be there as well. So, so many Instagram updates as we head into 2024. You can come get the latest along with the tactics and the strategies to get them. Don't forget to grab your physical or virtual ticket now for Social Media Marketing World. Just go to socialmediamarketing.world, socialmediamarketing.world right now to grab that. And Chelsea, where can we discover more about you? No surprise, the best place to find me is on Instagram. And my handle is right at the bottom of my square here. And I look forward to seeing everybody at Social Media Marketing World. Yes, going to be so, so great. And if you want to add another podcast to your listening lineup, we have two for you to check out, the Social Media Marketing Podcast and the Marketing Agency Show. Until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everyone. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.